Hey, I'm Michael, online pastor at Silverdale Baptist Church, and I'm excited to welcome you to our podcast. Now, after you listen to this episode, I hope you'll stick around for just a moment. I'll be sharing about some resources we have for you, as well as a few things going on at Silverdale right now that we would love for you to be a part of. Now, I really hope this podcast is just what you need today to help you in your relationship with Jesus. Welcome to Pre-Service, a podcast all about preparing you for worship here at Silverdale Baptist Church. My name is Michael. I'm with Kevin. We're excited to be with you tonight. We got a big week planned this week. We do. This Saturday is the men's wild game dinner. If you've not been, it's fantastic. You need to enjoy it. I hope you're already planning on being here. Hope you've got your tickets. You've got a time to come in, but... Yeah, if guys, not, hey guys, if you can't make it, uh, maybe you don't live in the area or for whatever other reason you can't make it, maybe the tickets are sold out, Kevin. It, it could be. By the time this airs, I'm not sure they go quick. They do, yeah. But this year we're live streaming it. So you can go to silverdalebc.com slash men to access that. Will there be a, a friendly voice that I know, somebody that I'm used to hearing, Michael? Yeah, I, I know the guy well. <laughs> do you I really? Do. He's, he's I, a great guy. I like He's a pretty guy. good looking guy too. You know if what? you're watching this on YouTube, I hope you agree. I'm going to let that one sit. Just, that's up to you. <laughs> that's up to you, but I know who it's going to be. I'm excited to host it this year. Michael's this is the gonna first be time it. that uh, we've live streamed this event, and so that'll be a lot of fun. And I think that's a blessing. It's an opportunity for us to, to hopefully reach out to you and invite you in. If you've not been able to make it, if you don't feel comfortable being here, you can't get tickets, something happens, we yeah. want you to be part of the church. We want you to be part of this event. It's, it's for men to have some time to... Uh, just live in being men and sharing together. So we got food. There are there are some giveaways, and we're going to hear. We're going to have some giveaways online too. Will that's yeah. awesome? That's that? fantastic. I don't know exactly how many and what they'll be, but but it's going to be good. That sounds well. They're always good. <laughs> I always enjoy that. But uh, it'll be a good opportunity to have somebody speak to us as men yeah. and and bring a message that's encouraging and give us some time to enjoy together. So. Yep. So our pastors are preaching through the book of Hebrews. Tony's yes. going to be in chapter 3, 15 through four thirteen this weekend. Uh, Kevin, you want to read that? Let's jump into it. What do you say? So we're reading from the ESV, chapter uh, 3, 15 through four thirteen. As it is said, today if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. For who were those who heard and yet rebelled? Was it not all those who left Egypt led by Moses? And with whom was he provoked for 40 years? Was it not with those who sinned, whose bodies fell in the wilderness? And to whom did he swear that they would not enter his rest, but to those who were disobedient? So we see that they were unable to enter because of unbelief. Therefore, while the promise of entering his rest still stands, let us fear lest any of you should seem to have failed to reach it. For good news came to us just as to them. But the message they heard did not benefit them, because they were not united by faith with those who listened. For we who have believed enter that rest, as he has said, As I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest, although his works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he has somewhere spoken of the seventh day in this way, and God rested on the seventh day from all his works." And again, in this passage, he said, they shall not enter my rest. Since, therefore, it remains for some to enter it, and those who formerly received the good news failed to enter because of disobedience, 
Again, he appoints a certain day. Today, saying through David, so long afterwards, in the words already quoted, Today, if you hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken of another day later on. So then, there remains a Sabbath rest for the people of God. For whoever has entered God's rest has also rested from his works, as God did from his. Let us therefore strive to enter that rest, so that no one may fall by the same sort of disobedience. For the word of God is living and active, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. And no creature is hidden from his sight, but all are naked and exposed to the eyes of him to whom we must give account. So, you know, as we say each week in this podcast, our goal is to help prepare your heart for worship this coming weekend. So we're using the SOAP Bible study method as a means of making uh, reading the Scripture, making observations about the Scripture, thinking through personal application, and then praying about yes. applying that to our lives and, and uh, using that in our daily living. And this podcast in particular, we're reading the Scripture and making observations. And, and then when our pastor preaches this weekend, he is going to encourage us with some specific application yes. of this passage as he does every. Um, so for you, as you're reading through this, we want to encourage you to read it through a couple of times. Maybe read it through in, in, in different translations because this is a long passage. It is. Uh, it's yeah. not something you're going to just grab hold of. And there are some references in, here in one, that in one reading. Yeah, can be can be a little um maybe unfamiliar. It, it unfamiliar. That's maybe. good. And and might require you to look back at other passages and reread this and and spend some time considering who is being referenced here, who's being talked about. Um but I, I think it's I think there are several words, several thoughts that stand out as we read this. Mm-hmm. We we see rest. We do right? we see faith. Um, I, I think those are some topics that that come to mind uh, mm-hmm. for me as I'm looking through this and wondering who gets the rest. Yeah, what part does faith play in that process? Is it a specific faith, or is it faith in a specific thing? Yeah, and we also see a um, we we see the opposite of faith played out. Yes, you know when 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 people do not have faith when they when they live in rebellion or allow their heart to be hardened against the Lord and. And so there, there's some warning in here as well. There's a lot of Absolutely, warning yeah. in the book of Hebrews. Uh, and, and, and the author of this, again, we don't know who the author is. The right. book doesn't say this person wrote this, uh, so we don't know for sure. Um, but the author draws heavily from Old Testament Scripture to make his points yep. uh, towards, you know, in this passage, towards rest, towards faith, against rebellion and against hard-heartedness. And so that's one thing that kind of struck me as I'm I'm reading through this wondering is a lack of faith a disobedience. But I think it's much more critical here especially if we look back at chapter 3 verse uh, 16 where he talks about those who heard and yet rebelled. I think there's a difference Michael sometimes in you know questioning my faith, wondering about my faith and rebelling against the Lord. Mm-hmm. I, I think sometimes everybody has certain doubts or certain questions, yeah. and yet we don't enter into rebellion to the Lord, right? And and I think these people did. I think that's a difference as I'm looking through this. 
I would agree with that. I would agree with that. There is a, in, in, in my mind, and as I, as I read this passage, there is a difference between somebody who just rejects faith yes. and hardens their heart, turns against God and says, I'm not going to have anything to do with this. Or rejects the subject or of reject, the faith. Right. You know, it's, I, I, okay, I, have, you go. I have a lot of faith. I want to be spiritual. I'm, I'm a super spiritual person. I reject Jesus, right? That, that may be uh, a rebellion. I, I think that's absolutely rebellion. And, but there's a difference between that and saying, you know, Lord, I don't understand this. Yes, Or Lord, absolutely. I'm struggling in this area. Yes. And help and me, help me, I Lord. have this, this persistent sin in my life that, Lord, I really want to, to work on and, and get out of my and life. And see victory. In. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think that those are a couple of different things. I think that the author here calls out that rebellion um, and and once you go back and read the passage, let's go ahead. And, so Exodus 17, if you read the first part of Exodus 17, if you read Numbers 20, and if you go back to Psalm 95, Psalm 95 is what's quoted a lot in chapter 3 and then referred to again in chapter 4, where David is talking about that rebellion. But Exodus 17 and Numbers 20 will give you that passage to go back mm-hmm. and look at. And you can see that the people there didn't believe the Lord. They didn't have faith. He had led them out of the land of Egypt. He had delivered them from something. And they still questioned and quarreled and fought against him. And and that incited the Lord's disappointment, his anger, his wrath against them. He he uses that word here. Uh Uh, I, I don't think that it's a matter of them questioning something. They entered into true rebellion. Yeah, it's kind of funny. As I talk to my kids... About this passage, you know, about their rebellion, they're like, "Nope, I want what I had back there. I miss my onions." Yes, <laughs> Take that would back. always amuse me. Yeah. I want to go back to my onions, Lord. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, that's just—it's awesome because the the little things that my heart can get fixated uh-huh. on. Right, I like this type of music, Michael. Uh-huh. I, I like it when I do it. This <laughs> now way. you've gone to meddling. Now, now I've done gone to meddling. Yeah, I'm st- you're, yeah. you're dating I'm, showing again. I, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's not always a bad thing, but in this case, I'm with you. So yeah, this uh, is a uh, no offense to other Dayton friends out there. Yeah, just this ongoing joke. I really, if you if you Michael miss it a couple of weeks, ago, I do, and and I, I've 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 had his mom's biscuits, and, and yes, and you have. It's, it's a great experience, and, uh, and it uh, is it is an experience, brother. That's exactly it. it. You got to know. You got to know. I'm pressing on, uh, <laughs> but but I think people were so fixated on the thing yeah. that felt comfortable to them, and and we got to remember. They had, the reason that the Lord told Moses to go and be his emissary to them, be the leader of his nation, right, was because he said, they've cried out to me. I've heard their voices. My children have raised their voices as subjects, as slaves in Egypt. They've cried out to be delivered. Therefore, yeah. and at 400 years they'd been there, I'm going to send Moses to lead my people out. So they had reached out to the Lord. They'd cried out to him. But we find here that they've now entered into rebellion because the path that they were walking with the Lord maybe wasn't the one they expected right, to be walking. Right. right. And so there's a message here uh, to us. Go go to verse 2, uh, chapter 4, verse 2, and it says, For good news came to us just as to them. But the message they heard did not benefit them. Well, why did it not benefit them? Well, because they were not united by faith with those who listened. Why were they not united by faith? I mean, these are the questions. These are the type of questions we need to be asking of the text. Well, looking back at the first part of this passage, we see that their hearts were hardened and they rebelled. Yes. Well, what does that say about God? This says that God has a message 
for a good us. news. Of good news. Yes. And we, what does it say about us? We need to be careful right. not to allow our hearts to become hardened and reject the message that God has for us. Now, yes. I don't mean to get too uh, preachy and, and dive into the application side of this, but these are the types of questions that that we ask of the text. These are the kinds of observations that you and I need to be making in, prepar- in preparation for worship. I think one of the uh, the um, one of the, the I, I want to say the worst things we could do is just not take the time to prepare our hearts for worship. You know, as I as I consider what it says in in Romans, it says that um, that we um, we bring, I think it's Romans, we bring a sacrifice yeah. of praise, you know, that we, br- worship is not something we go to. Worship right. is something that we bring with. We're a part we're of a that part process, of. right? Yeah. And I, so, I don't show up and it's done for me. That's right. And and sometimes when I show up inside of the church building with other people and there's someone in front of me on a stage, maybe, maybe on a monitor, and they're leading in singing, they're they're leading or they're delivering a message, it may be easy in my heart for me to become disengaged, yes. right? And distracted by thoughts that are near to me, fears that are close to my heart. How am I going to take care of this? How, what do I have to do about my family, my kids, the bills, my work, whatever right. it is? How am I going to stay in control of this thing? And I can get hard-hearted at that point and say, Lord, why are you not helping me with this? Why are you? And in reality, it isn't a matter of him helping me. It's a matter of him always caring for me, always delivering me, always being there with me. He says he goes before and he comes behind me. That's right. He he prepares the place for me. And yet I can become hard-hearted in my myopic vision, that, mm-hmm. that focus I have on things that don't matter. And just like Tony said a couple of weeks ago, letting the secondary things become the primary things, letting those things that don't deserve the place of worship in my life and idolatry and focus, I put them on a throne that's really only meant in my heart for God. Yeah. And yeah. So, um, wow, man, <laughs> I want to just keep talking. I, I just want to keep going. This stuff this, is so good. It's so rich. And 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 we obviously get fired up about this. We do get excited um, about it. But the point is that we want to make in this project is allow the Lord to speak to you, to soften you through the text. Yes. To prepare you for worship. Spend time with it. Trust that God wants to engage with your heart this weekend in the message, that he wants you to, through the songs that we sing, through the music that we uh, that we hear in worship through the prayers that we pray or that that others maybe on stage pray for the words from our pastor or those who are on stage that they say to exhort us and encourage us. Allow all of that to just fill us and soften us and draw us in to what it is the Lord would speak to us. Yeah, so we do hope that you're going to be with us in worship this weekend. If this is your first video or podcast with us here at Silverdale, welcome. Glad to have you here. I hope that you will join us either Saturday or in one of our Sunday times and locations. Check out SilverdaleBC.com for those. And don't forget about the Wild Game Dinner this coming Saturday, either in person or live stream. And before we wrap this up, I feel like it would be appropriate for me to say, I really do like Kevin's mom's cooking. (laughs) I appreciate that. Hey, spend time with the Lord in his word this week and enjoy him.
Well, I hope this was helpful to you. If while listening, you realized you need to take the next step in your relationship with Jesus, we would love to help you with that. You can connect with us by clicking the link in the show notes to our website and then clicking the connect card button. In our weekend worship services, we are in a sermon series called The Seven Commands of Christ. Jesus gave dozens of commands, and as followers of Jesus, we should obey all of them. Over the next several weeks, we are focusing on seven that will change your life. We would love for you to join each week at one of our campuses, or you can attend online. You will find service times by clicking the link in the show notes to our website. You know, there's so many ways for you to get involved and be a part of what God is doing here at Silverdale, and we really want you to feel welcome and a part. So please, stay connected. Be sure to like and follow us on the different social media accounts. You'll find all the links in the show notes of this episode. And lastly, help us spread the word about this podcast. Take a moment to share this episode with your family and friends. Again, we appreciate you listening and hope you will join us again next time.